Welcome to the Positive Productivity Podcast, episode number 82. Welcome to Positive Productivity Podcast, where we empower our audience to achieve and appreciate personal and professional success, especially in the face of adversity. Listen in as our guests reveal their stories of challenges and hurdles and how they overcame defeat and became triumphant in their endeavors. Let's get motivated and move forward with your host, Kim Sutton. Welcome back to another episode of Positive Productivity. This is your host, Kim Sutton. And today, I am thrilled to have Kelly Roach from Kelly Roach Coaching with us. Kelly, how are you doing today? I am awesome. Thank you so much for having me on, Kim. Well, thank you so much for coming back. Listeners, as you know, this is Positive Productivity. Things are always perfect, including that little blooper right there. And in our first recording, my software actually didn't work. So Kelly has been so gracious as to come back. Kelly is a CEO and business growth strategist of Kelly Roach Coaching. And she helps entrepreneurs build a profitable business around a life they absolutely love through online coaching programs and private mentoring. Kelly, I would love for you to share more about what you do in your coaching program and also about how you built it in the first place. Yeah, absolutely. So My background, essentially, since uh, graduating from college, was in sales and marketing and then coaching, teaching, and leading people to success. And so I really found a niche for myself in helping people to double and triple their income and doing so through selling. And I found that the number one thing that entrepreneurs tend to struggle with is closing clients. And so I really decided to channel that energy and, and that success that I had had in my Fortune 500 experience into really focusing my own company around helping entrepreneurs to build a profitable, booming business around a life that they love. And so my work today, Kim, is all centered around the systems, the strategies, the productivity, the mindset, and the killer tactics that are going to allow entrepreneurs to see their dreams through and actually achieve their income and growth goals that they set out to when they started their business. Because I found that The vast majority of entrepreneurs have a ton of passion. They have great work ethic, but they simply don't have the skill set and the knowledge and experience necessary to build their business to the level that they desire. So my job is to fill in those gaps so that they have the whole picture of everything that it really takes to be successful as an entrepreneur. That is awesome. And I love how you talked about all that because, as you know, we've talked several times that have been off mic or on mic, but you know what I'm trying to say about my own business. And one of the things that I found that I have a huge passion or a huge problem with was actually my contracts and my billing methods for my clients. Is this a problem that you see a lot of your clients having? Absolutely. You know, when we all start off in our businesses, our focus and our goal is getting those clients in the door. And so a lot of times it leads to flexibility or it leads to accommodation or it leads to even the client kind of leading the way in terms of kind of laying out what they want to see from us versus us being the consultative, you know, 
owner in the relationship that lets the client know what we're going to need from them in order for this to be a successful partnership. So it's really just taking ownership and reversing that paradigm, Kim. And this is something that all business owners go through. And I always share that one of the very first things that I do with pretty much all of my new clients is help them to double their prices. Consistently, when people come into my programs, they say, no, not me. I can't do it. My clients will balk. You know, everyone will leave. No one will sign with me. And then they do it and they cannot even believe how easy it is. So it's just some little small tweaks, Kim, in the ownership of the process. And really, you know, it's, it all comes back to that knowing your worth and really, you know, demanding what you're going to need from a client in order for you to help the client get the results that they deserve. And part of that is them owning their commitment to paying in full on time as they agreed upon with you. And, you know, the best way to ensure that, that that happens is to make sure that you get that credit card information up front. So it's not them deciding from month to month whether they want to pay or if they're going to do the work to get the results that you're trying to help them get, but that you're kind of owning that piece of the process. Oh, absolutely. And I know that for me, a huge struggle was the confidence in saying no, number one, to the projects that weren't really in line with what I wanted to be doing, two, being confident in the prices that I knew I was worth, but was scared that people would say no to, and three, asking for the payment up front. Right. And I mean, that's very, very common. I mean, that's where we all start in our businesses. So, you know, nothing to be, you know, ashamed of there. I mean, that's where everybody gets started. It's just then realizing, okay, now it's time to graduate from that. And it's trying, it's time to, you know, take the next level. If I want the business to be at the next level, if I want my income to be at the next level, okay, now it's time for us to graduate from those strategies and tactics into higher level ones that allow you to have much more control over your outcomes. Oh, absolutely. I I just have to share too. I had a client come back after not working with me for about two and a half years. He just hadn't had the need. He came back on Friday and a lot's changed in two and a half years, as you hope that it does, right? And he said, well, I don't know what your policies are now and, and how you're working. And for a moment before the call, I was hesitating. You know, what do I charge them? Do I meet in the middle for what I was charging before and what I'm charging now? And somehow when he asked that on the phone call, it just came out. And my husband was sitting right here and he heard me say it, what my new rate was. And he, he like fist pumped me or, you know, like, yes, good for you. Like stepping up to it. It was such a rush, Kelly, like knowing, okay, I can do this. And there was no hesitation on his side. Why was I even doubting it? It's the best feeling in the world and it's the biggest hurdle because once you've done it once, you can do it over and over again. And you now know that when you charge what you're worth, people respect you. They value you. They they feel more tied to doing the work and getting the outcome because they have something invested in it. And that's what we don't realize. When we undercharge, we get worse clients. We get people that don't follow through. We have people that don't take it seriously because it's not that big of a commitment or investment. But when people have skin in the game, they want the result as bad as you do. And it matters to them whether or not they follow through. And so it's a very important part of how you're positioned in the market, the types of clients that you attract, and of course, then the results that you get for people, which leads to them staying longer and spending more in the future. Kelly, I do have a question for you. As a member of a lot of, well, not a lot, I've cut down a bit, but a number of Facebook groups where I'm seeing, you know, new entrepreneurs come into the scene and sharing that they're 
now a coach, right? Because it seems like a lot of people are saying, okay, I'm a coach, but they've never really done any coaching before. And I've had this success for a couple months now. And here's my, what my rates are. Where do you think the line gets drawn between charging the right amount and charging too much? Or do you think is there such a thing? Well, I think it's all dependent upon the value that you bring in any situation, you know, and I think that, yes, there are people that are waking up every day. There's no barrier to entry now in business. So there's people waking up every day and setting up a Facebook page and saying, I am now this, or I am now that with no results or experience or, you know, whatever the case to back it up. And, and that's not to say that anyone who hasn't done something before shouldn't go into business for themselves, but you just want to make sure that you can, in fact, provide the result that you are sharing and promoting that you can. And I think in terms of charging, I think the sky's the limit. And I think it is completely dependent upon the value and the result that you are capable of partnering with your client to achieve. Yeah, I guess if we look at people like Brendan Burchard and Tony Robbins charging, you know, millions, if not tens of millions a year to clients, but those clients are getting their value back plus a whole ton more. Exactly. Yeah. And I mean, that's the thing is like, you know, you have to decide what level game you want to play, right? So if you invest to do private coaching with Tony Robbins, you know, I'm sure it's it's close to a million dollar investment and you're probably going to make, you know, a 50 to a hundred million dollar leap in your business and doing that if you are in fact ready to do that. And I do, you do have to be ready to do that, you know? And so if you look at what you're, you're asking to invest in and of itself, you're like, that's outrageous. But if you look at the result that you're going to get, it makes perfect sense. And, and that's, that's a mindset that's very tough for all of us, you know, with investing in our businesses, but it's a very important one because you're only going to get results that correlate with the investment that you make. So if you, if you make half-hearted investments in, for lack of a better word, crappy programs or courses or the the bare minimum in your business, then you're going to get the bare minimum back. Whereas if you make smart strategic investments in your business and you look for the best in class opportunity to work with the best people that you possibly can for the level that you're at, then you're going to see the results that correlate with that as long as you do the work. Oh, absolutely. You've just actually segued me into the next question that I had. Have you read Rework by Jason? Oh, I hope I don't say his last name wrong. Freed? Fried? No. Okay. So there's a quote in there. It, it goes something along the lines of, it would be better to have half a project than a half-assed project. I've realized, and I've finally gotten myself out of it, that I have chronic idea disorder. I, I coined the phrase because I kept on getting way too many ideas, trying to do so much at one time. And then winding up with nothing done. And then a new idea comes along and I stop whatever I was working on and jump onto the new project. And, you know, then I have a bucket of 10,001 unfinished projects. Is this something that you see as common in the entrepreneurs that you work with? Absolutely. And it's something that I pride myself in being very good at stopping, actually, because it's one of the biggest things that does prevent people from succeeding. You know, if you look at individuals that have had very high level of success in any arena, whether it's athletics or business or, you know, whatever the case they were extraordinarily focused and extraordinarily disciplined around working at something until they mastered it, 
and your business is the same way. You know, if you keep working on lots of different projects, you'll make a little drop in the bucket in each of those different projects, but you never have a finished product that you can market and sell and you don't have any momentum. Whereas if you kind of put all of those drops into a few core buckets, maybe one or two or three core buckets, and you focus on filling them up, and then you focus on creating momentum, and then you focus on following through, that's where you can scale up and really have the success that comes with doing volume in a few key areas versus just doing a little minimal drop in the bucket in in many, many different areas. Right. And like, I would launch a project or program that didn't go as well as I thought. So I figured, okay, this isn't going to work and I would move on to the next one. But you on the, on the other side have the unstoppable entrepreneurs, which I'd love for you to talk about. And it's not evergreen by any means, but it's constantly, you're filling it and you, you're engaging and you've got entrepreneurs that you're helping and you've made it work because it's awesome, man, because you put all that time and you didn't get distracted by, you know, chronic idea disorder. Well, that that's the big thing. And I think that's also a mistake, you know, that people make as well. You know, we have so many people out there talking about doing your launch and, you know, executing an effective launch and all of that is great. But, you know, you also need to have, you know, hundreds of thousands of people many times to get the level of a one-time launch that you would be looking for to get your business to the level that you want it to be looking for. What I found in turn has been very, very successful successful for us, especially with the unstoppable entrepreneur, we have people joining every week of the year, almost every day, practically, you know, is always be launching, always be selling, always be promoting because it's a 12 month program. And the value of getting a customer in that program is so high, especially because many people will stay for multiple years because we're constantly adding new content. We're constantly adding new sections. There's so much value all in one place that people don't have to keep buying a hundred different courses and signing up with different coaches and jumping from place to place to place. They can find home and they can zip it in, concentrate and, and then, you know, make progress forward. So I think just being cognizant of the level of success that you want and looking at your launch strategy, quote unquote, or your fill up strategy in terms of how you're trying to get to your goals, making sure that it's in line with where you're at and what it's what it's actually going to take to achieve your goals. Kelly, you and I are both in the B2B market. And I'm wondering what you see as being the most valuable, but least utilized networking tool for entrepreneurs in our space? Well, I'm not a huge, huge networker, but what I'll tell you is definitely the most underused strategy is, is driving people to consultations on the phone without a doubt where I see entrepreneurs leaving thousands and thousands of dollars on the table is that they don't talk to people. If you have a strategy in your business to get three to five consults a week over the phone, even just talking to one human being a day, you will be consistently closing multiple clients in your business every single week. And of course, you're going to grow out of that strategy eventually. But, you know, definitely up through your first million, there's a place for that at certain levels, depending upon what the investment is going to be. And even beyond a million dollars, you know, there's times and places where that's a smart strategy. So I'll give a a specific example. We just filled Legacy Leaders, which is my uh, 2017 mastermind program. We didn't do a launch. We didn't do any crazy stuff like that. We literally just filled it by coming up with a targeted list of people that we wanted in the group. They all got on a phone consult with me and we sold the program and filled it just through, you know, having 
10 conversations, you know? And so it's just, and that's a high level, you know, 10,000 plus investment that people are making. So I think the big thing that's missing here, Kim, is with people building businesses in the online space, they're forgetting that our businesses are about serving people. And there's human emotions and personalities and psychologies behind that buying decision. And, you know, connecting with people is still a very important element of what's going to drive sales in any business. Oh, I completely agree. And I've actually started connecting with a lot more people through LinkedIn. And rather than trying to go for the, you know, the sell when I'm connecting with them, I'm inviting them to virtual coffee. I want to talk to them and get to know them and just know what their goals are. And no, I really will try to avoid getting into any type of selling situation in that first phone call because it's about the relationship first and then you can turn it around if if there's opportunity. But yeah, it sort of leaves a dirty taste in your mouth though if, if you go right in and say, buy my stuff right away. So could you share about the Unstoppable Entrepreneurs with the listening audience. And I forgot to mention before now, listeners, all the show notes and the links and all the great info that we're discussing on this call will be in the show notes, which you can find at thekimsutton.com forward slash PP082 for episode 82. Yeah, so definitely. And the Unstoppable Entrepreneur is my flagship program. It's 12 months. It's a business education, coaching, and mastermind program. It has a private Facebook group and a private membership site that houses over 100 audio and video trainings on virtually every area necessary to grow your business. So we take people through mindset and productivity, how to use their time to grow their business very quickly, even if they have a limited schedule or are doing their business part-time. So we take them through that. We teach them sales A to Z. Then online marketing, engineering, their celebrity attraction, marketing, and team building. So we really walk people through, you know, virtually every element of what it's going to take to build, grow, and scale successful business. And, you know, we've had members of my programs do everything from getting their first five clients in a single month after struggling with no clients and other coaching programs for years, up through people that have added over a million dollars in revenue in a single year working with me. So there's uh, the, the gamut of, individuals at all different levels, but the program is very relevant to any entrepreneur that wants to better systematize their success and needs education and accountability, support and strategy around what it's going to actually take to get to the next level and then filling in all the gaps of the how-tos and and the implementation to actually get the results. I love some well all the aspects of the program that you talked about, but I'm especially interested by the team building portion. I know you have a team. Would you mind talking about your team just a little bit? And then are there any vital team members that you think even a new entrepreneur should have? Yeah, absolutely. Well, I mean, every entrepreneur needs to be working with some sort of virtual assistant or virtual assistant company, because if you want to grow your business, you just can't be down in the weeds, you know, so um, talk to Kim. And, you know, so I think that like, First of all, getting administrative and, and techie help is is first and foremost. For me, I have full-time team members, part-time team members, 
contractors, interns, and outside companies that I actually hire for different aspects of the business. So as far as internally, we have people that I have a full-time marketing manager that does sales and marketing, copywriting, social media. She does all of our webinar resets and helps with a lot of the, the technical aspects that specifically relate to marketing. But then on the flip side, we also have a full-time person that is our client concierge that does all of the business operations, manages our websites, does all of the kind of technical billing type stuff, and is really responsible for the vast majority of administrative functions of the business. And then we also have an outside sales rep. So we have someone that her whole job function, her whole responsibility is phone calls, emails, social media, selling to warm leads that we get from all of our online marketing and advertising and, and closing clients for the business. And then we have obviously a bookkeeper that that's just a part-time you know, outside resource that we use. We have an outside company that we use for a lot like SEO and some Facebook marketing and some other website related technical promotional things such as, you know, creating opt-in pop-ups and that type of thing. And then we always have an intern team. So all of my internal hires, essentially, most of them all started out as interns, and then they came on as part-time contractors, full-time contractors, and then internal employees. And so that's kind of the career path with the company. And so we typically have a team of anywhere from four to six interns that are doing anything from podcast editing, podcast promotion, online marketing, social media marketing, blogging, all of those types of things. So we really try to systematize every aspect of the business and get it down to enough of a science that we can plug someone in um, with little to no experience, train them very quickly and start generating results right away. And that's what allows me to work, you know, very limited hours in the business, but still continue to keep growing because it's based on systems and it's based on getting results through others, which is exactly what I teach in The Unstoppable Entrepreneur. I was just about to ask that. So what does your schedule look like? And I know this would vary day to day and week to week and depending on what your project and launch schedule is looking like. But what does your schedule look like? And are you able to keep your hands pretty much out of the operations and really on the high level stuff? Oh, yeah. I mean, I don't even know how to do the operations, which is why I have my team members do a lot of cross training with one another so that I make sure that there isn't just one person in the business that knows how to do the things that they're doing. Like my two kind of, I'll call them right-hand people, my right-hand, my left-hand people, Stephanie and Nicole, they're they're pretty much cross-trained on everything that they each do and anything that they're not, they're in the process of doing because I don't even touch, I don't even get near any of the operational aspects of the business. So yeah, no. And and as far as my weekly schedule, it does vary a lot week to week, day to day. And, and my family is my top priority. So that's a lot of times the driving factor behind that. I'm not an 80 hour entrepreneur. I'm not a 60 or even a 40 hour entrepreneur. Probably my, my working hours are, are somewhere around 30 in and around that range. I do what's necessary. We have very specific goals as a company and as a team. And my role right now, more than anything, is as a sales coach and a strategist, giving my team the right training, the right support, and the right resources to be able to go out and effectively market 
our services and close clients for us. So, you know, more than anything that's there. And then, you know, obviously being the CEO of the company. So driving the vision and the strategy and making sure that I'm getting the best in class resources to support us in all of the objectives that we have as a company. I love all of that. That is my goal for 2017, Kelly, to be down from however many hours I'm at right now to 30 or so. That would be fantastic. Yeah. And I mean, it's very doable. I mean, people think that that's like a crazy idea or it's not possible for them, but you know, most entrepreneurs, the vast majority of their time is not bringing in money for their business. And so all we do is focus on helping them get focused on, you know, the things that are going to make them money. And when we do that, you can substantially reduce your working hours while really massively increasing your income. Yes. That's the best response I can come up with. Isn't that awesome as a podcast host is yes. Mm -hmm. Sign me up. (laughs) Mm -hmm. You are in the process of launching another program or at the time of this release, we'll have maybe wrapped up the launch, but just in case it's still going on, I'd love for you to talk about your, your program that you are launching. Definitely. So the simple zero to a hundred K system is the, it's, it's really the focused plan on helping people get to the first hundred K. And I find that this is one of the biggest hurdles that most entrepreneurs stay stuck at. And I also find that once people get to a hundred K that they, you know, skyrocket because they can afford to invest in hiring They can afford to get the right resources on board. They can afford to invest in advertising and all of that. So so the bottom line is 100K is like the critical, critical milestone that entrepreneurs need to hit in order to springboard up into the high six and seven figures. And so I decided to design a program that focuses only on that first 100K because I know that if I can get people there, they will easily be able to springboard and ultimately for me, join my other higher level programs, you know, and either work with me privately or join my my mastermind or the Unstoppable Entrepreneur or another high, higher level type program that, that uh, maybe requires a little bit of a bigger investment. So it's really helping people break through that initial kind of milestone of 100K and it's the whole focus of the program is helping people to simplify, simplify their focus, simplify their strategy, simplify everything that they're doing so that, again, it's not a matter of more hours. It's not a, more, a matter of hustling harder. I think entrepreneurs work hard enough, but it is a matter of having a better strategy, a better plan and a, and a better directed focus so that you can actually get real results, if that makes sense. Yeah. Did you talk to my husband before we got on this call? Because it's like you're, <laughs> you're trying to sell to me and you have all the inside scoop. But obviously, <laughs> it's clear that you, you've you done your research and you know exactly who you're trying to talk to. No, listeners, we did not talk about this program besides the name before this call. So That's so funny. Yeah. If he were listening right now, he'd be just sitting there nodding, like raising his eyebrow at me. Okay, simplify and focus. Yes. He's even noted, you know, you jump around. So that is my 2017. That's the other half. Well, that's that's a good focus. Yeah. Right from you. Yep. No, that's that's a good focus to have. Absolutely. Well, Kelly, where can listeners find you online? What what is the best way to get in touch? And I know you even already talked about how phone calls are a key, but how can they 
how can they get in touch with you or your team and make great things happen for their business? Yeah, definitely. Well, the best place to start is always Unstoppable Success Radio, because once you start listening to that, you will realize what's possible for you and you will get more out of listening to that free podcast than you have out of paid programs that you've done in the past. So I would say always get started with Unstoppable Success Radio. But besides that, my home on the web is kellyroachcoaching.com. And of course, you can uh, reach out to my team or myself anytime. You can email my team at customer support at kellyroachcoaching.com. I have to give her a shout out. Nicole, I'm sorry I haven't spoken with you yet or conversed with you, but Stephanie, you are awesome. You're always a pleasure to- Oh, they are. They're so amazing. I am very, very lucky that I have just an unbelievable team. Well, it has been an absolute pleasure having you here today. Listeners, once again, you can find the show notes at thekimsutton.com forward slash PP082. Thanks again so much, Kelly. Thanks for having me, Kim. Hey there, this is Kim Sutton, host of the Positive Productivity Podcast. And I just want to take a quick moment to thank you for listening to this episode. If you enjoyed it and were inspired, I would love to hear your feedback please take a moment or two and visit the podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, or on my website at thekimsutton.com to leave your rating or review. I'd also like to invite you to join the Positive Productivity Book Club and to find out more about my coaching packages by visiting thekimsutton.com. Until the next episode, I hope you have a positive and productive day.